Welcome back to The Daily Poem here on the Close Reads Podcast Network. I'm David Kern, and today is Wednesday, February 26th, 2020. And today's poem is by Ted Kuzer, an American poet who served as Poet Laureate Consultant in Poetry to the Library of Congress from 2004 to 2006. He's known as one of the Great Plains poets and is one of, has become one of my favorite poets in the last couple of years. And I wanted to share a poem with you called Deep Winter. You can find this in his collection, which came out, I believe, in 2018, the end of 2018, called Kindest Regards, New and Selected Poems. And it came from a collection called Splitting an Order, which was published in 2014. It goes like this. Deep Winter by Ted Kuzer. In the cold blue shadow behind a shed, among young ash and mulberry trees, Standing in discarded tires and next to a roll of used and reused sheep wire and a sheaf of rusty posts, I am alone among the others who have stood here, as they looked out over the snowy fields, holding their breath against the stillness, against our awareness of each other. Whole generations empty between us, like gaps between saplings, all of us having come tracking through winter to look for something to use to prop up something else or for a part of a part and not having found it, standing both inside and outside of time, becoming a piece of some great, rusty work we seem to fit exactly. I imagine that it wasn't quite uh, terribly obvious when I was reading that, but that 18-line poem is all one sentence. One of the things that is commonplace in a lot of Kuzer's work, although not just Kuzer, is uh, is the sort of making the poetry of lists is kind of what I like to call it, where he'll he has a poem about, for example, from early in his career about how you know when the weather is changing, and it's twenty five lines or something like that, thirty lines, and it's basically a list of reasons that you know that the weather is changing. Almost all of them having to do with farm animals or nature or uh, you know signs in the natural world. And on the surface, you know, a poem that's basically a list could easily read in the wrong hands, like, you know, a, a list of names in a list of ships in the Iliad or something like that. You know, it's got its it's got its uses and its purpose, and in some ways, it's beautiful on its own. But it's also, you know, the kind of thing that makes students fall asleep. And this poem has that uh, sense at first, not the sense of making students fall asleep, of course, but just the sense of it could be like a list, because he says, he's in a cold blue shadow behind a shed among young ash and mulberry trees, standing in discarded tires, and next to a roll of used and reused sheep wire and so forth. So he's, you know, there is this list of things that he is observing, that he is relating to. And I think I was thinking a lot about why he does that. Is it just to set the scene. And I don't think it really is, you know, because I think what's happening here in this poem is it's talking about the concept of um, sometimes we find ourselves, we are struck in certain moments by our place in the universe, if, if you will, by our place in time, by the place that we're living in, by our role in that place, um, by the people that have gone before, by the people that come after, which is obviously something that this poem is touching on. Uh, by all the life that's been lived, all the things that have been done, by all the life that's going to be lived after we're gone, uh, whether from this earth or from the place that we're standing in, uh, and by all the things that have been done, uh, and all the things that will be done after we are done doing our things. And so I don't think that these things that he's listing, you know, the the cold shadow, the trees standing in discarded tires, uh, the sheep wire, um, 
I don't think that's just a list of things to set the scene. I think it's a list of things that he is experiencing in a unique way in that moment that he is recognizing as representative, not just of the moment that he's standing there that he is experiencing, but of moments that have come before and moments that have come after. I think that's one of the things that uh, poetry can explore in a really unique way is the notion of timelessness. You know, the poet standing outside of time for just a moment, it can capture that experience in a way that some other forms cannot at least as consciously as, as a great poem can. So for me, this is also just a great winter poem as well. And so as we're deep in winter here and getting towards late February, some of you probably have better weather than others, but uh, certainly for some of you who live in the upper Midwest, in area in the Northeast, areas where winter lingers, uh, such as Ted Kuzer's uh, native Nebraska, uh, this is the point in the year when perhaps you know, we're most likely to to be standing out in the woods and be saying, you know, time just, sometimes time moves so slowly. And when you start becoming conscious of the way that time moves so slowly, sometimes that can take you out of time and it can, you know, thrust the poet into uh, contemplations of, um, of the nature of time. Of course, there's also a sort of hauntedness of, of a poem like this where he says, I am alone. So the sense of loneliness, but then he says, I am alone among the others who have stood here. So there's a ghostliness, there's a hauntedness at the heart of this poem. Those people are no longer there, but they once stood there wondering things just like he wondered. And now they're gone, and one day he'll be one of the ones that stood there, and someone else will be standing there alone in his presence. So that connects him uh, to the future, even as he knows that, that one day his work will be over, and his, his, place, uh, his role in that place will be over. So... Maybe that's just the sort of thing that, that winter causes us to think about. <laughs> um, but here it is one more time, Ted Kuzer's Deep Winter. In the cold blue shadow behind a shed, among young ash and mulberry trees standing in discarded tires, and next to a roll of used and reused sheep wire and a sheaf of rusty posts, I'm alone among the others who have stood here as they looked out over the snowy fields, holding their breath against the stillness, against our awareness of each other, whole generations empty between us, like gaps between saplings, all of us having come tracking through winter to look for something to use to prop up something else, or for a part of a part and not having found it, standing both inside and outside of time, becoming a piece of some great, rusty work we seem to fit exactly. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another poem for you.